0: Oh, what is the upskis everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX Gamercast. This is a biggin, a biggin I must say. This is going to be my attempt at trying to discuss the massive, the epic Witcher 3. Oh my goodness, I'm trying to figure, I'm just trying to, uh, episode 26 by the way, there you go, I was just trying to stall for time, I don't know why, I, I checked the number and then the second I hit record, I forget it, it's just one of those things, you know, um, but welcome back to another episode yes this week it's going to be a large one i announced it a little bit earlier this week on twitter i had a different idea for an episode for this week but then like i just i just really had to talk about this game because it's literally just been the only thing pretty much that i've been doing with myself over the last like since i started it or whatever i started the witcher i just that's pretty much been everything that i've been doing um but they're they're before we dig right into The Witcher, I will um, I will say that I had played one other game. There has been one other game that has been able to take me away from The Witcher, and that's only because I'm not able to bring my PS5 with me to work, but I do bring my Nintendo with me, and on my lunch breaks I can play a little bit of Pikmin 3. Oh yes, so um, I have never played a Pikmin game before, and I must say, I am very delighted by this game i'm very much so enjoying it it's very uh, it's very different i can't say i've played anything quite like that i've known of pikmin for a very very long time i mean i go back to like early days of my childhood i remember vividly seeing a ton of nintendo commercials for like animal crossing pikmin I think it was like Smash Bros. as well. There's like a ton of those commercials. And Animal Crossing and Pikmin were two series that I remember those commercials very well and never got into them until I got to the Nintendo Switch. So I have been putting in a little bit of time on Pikmin 3. I've been putting in a handful of hours over the last week or so playing it here or there. It's, it's quite charming. Like, I really like it. Um... It looks good, it's very fun to play, it's it's kind of hard to describe, so uh it, I don't know how to really go at it. It's um you, you get to a planet, you're just looking for fruits and and gold and stuff to bring back to your planet, which is like kind of Uh, depleted of resources so you travel to other planets to get get stuff and you're very tiny you get there and there's these massive fruits and you you find these little pikmin and the different colors and the different colors they have different uh, abilities like they have red ones they they don't get killed by fire and they're good fighters and the yellow ones uh, are good with electricity and so on and so forth it's um yeah, I honestly, I can't say I've ever really watched or knew what the gameplay was, other than, like, all I know is that these little Pikmin, you tell them what to do. That's kind of all I've ever heard of it. And the only thing that I think I, I can relate is, if anyone remembers the video game Overworld, uh, I think that's what it was called, back on Xbox 360, where you, like, control a bunch of, like, uh, gremlin dudes. I played that a little bit, and... Um, yeah, that game isn't like it was, it wasn't a horrible game. It just didn't stick with me. But regardless, uh, Pikmin has been good so far. Uh, I don't know. I played like, I don't know, a dozen days of it or whatever. I found like all three of my members of the crew that you have to go looking for. And now we're trying to find Olimar, who is. Uh, from from what I can tell, I think he's from the first game. And I've been playing, you get some of these like little side missions aside from like the main story. And the side mission was re- really fun. Oh man, you get like 10 minutes and you have to like go out and just get uh, all the fruit and coins available on the map in, in 10 minutes. And the faster you do it, the more points you get. I was really into that. So yeah, I put in a handful of hours on Pikmin so far, really enjoying it. Uh, now, I just want to play Pikmin 1 and 2. So now I'm like, ah, oh, man, I hope they re release or make some sort of uh, collection. Package collection for Pikmin one and two, and put it on Switch because I would love that. Uh, yeah, I kind of wish I didn't miss the boat back when I, I believe they re released them on on Nintendo Wii and everything. And I still have my Wii and everything, but you know how it goes. Then I gotta I gotta get it out of the closet, wipe all the dust off that thing because I haven't touched my my Wii. Oh no, don't worry, I've touched the other Wii, but I haven't touched my Nintendo Wii in like a long time, very very long time, and I don't have. And then you gotta find the video game, that's gonna be expensive. Uh, regardless. So far, so good with Pikmin 3. If you're um, if you've never played it so far, I would I would recommend it. It's a simple game. You can actually play it two player. I've been trying to convince my wife to play it with me. I'm like, this would be fun. And she's like, uh huh. And that's that's generally where that, that ends, right there. But anyway, um yeah, I've been playing Pikmin 3. I haven't really done anything else. I haven't gotten into the Witcher show yet. I I really would like to, but I just I I th- I feel like I'm going to want to finish. I know it has uh, apparently it has nothing to do with the video game and the TV show. It's like complete. It's different worlds or whatever. But I don't know. I just want to like finish the Witcher, the video game, because I'm I'm like right there and or basically there. Yeah. And before I get into a whole other story and and so on, and then there's like animated series and all this stuff. But ah, seriously, man, it's just been a it's been a light week for me, and um, I've been scouting out a lot of games that I'm looking to play next. And well, I guess I've been playing until dawn as well. So I guess I'll shout that out right now. Uh, you can go check out my YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos. Uh, link is down below. I am playing until dawn right now. Uh, double upload Saturday just came came by and passed you, so uh, you can go back there. I upload two episodes on Saturdays and then every other day after that, just so it's people can catch up. I don't know. I felt like I was overdoing it, uh, personally on myself. Like just putting out a video every single day was was a lot to keep up with on top of doing three podcasts and working a full time job and you know being a, being a human being and having other responsibilities in my life. But um, yeah, so there was that. Uh, I'd love if you guys go over there and check out that uh, it's been doing well. I, I like it very much. It's a fun game. I just got through. I just uh, I got to a major plot point in the game, and I totally got swerved. I completely forgot that this happened in the game. So uh, my upcoming reaction to that should be interesting because I completely forgot that happened. I was like, whoa! So I was blown away. That game is good. I really like Until Dawn. It's like, I know it's not everyone's cup of tea, kind of like Heavy Rain wasn't for everyone, but I adored Heavy Rain, and I really like Until Dawn. I think it's Right there with my favorite whatever fucking style of game that is. Like, it's Heavy Rain, and then I guess Until Dawn, and Detroit Become Human I would throw in there as well. Very underrated game. Uh, Maybe I'll play that one day on the old YouTube channel because that game deserves some love. I, I really enjoyed Detroit Become Human. Okay, so that's enough. Again, you guys can always message me wherever you want, be it on Twitter, YouTube, email. You can let me know what you have been up to over the last week. You've been digging into any awesome new shows, any shows in general, movies, what video games you've been playing. I always love to. I just. That's, like, my favorite thing, man. I just love what people are playing and what they're listening to, if they're really digging it or not. I just, I love hearing people's recommendations and thoughts and opinions on on that kind of media and entertainment in general. It's just, I I like it, and I'm always down for a good recommendation. So, if you got any, hit me up on any of those uh, social media situations. And, yeah, let's get into the fucking main event. It is The Witcher 3. The Wild Hunt complete edition, I guess, so um, what my plan is to do with this, I'm I'm not promising a a second episode, because I know how that can uh, go badly for people at times when they promise content, and then if it doesn't come, oh dear, but I do have high, uh, I have intentions to do a second episode on The Witcher 3, because I... I wanted this one to be kind of dedicated to base game Witcher, and then the next episode I do on the Witcher to be on the DLC because I hear the DLC is really meaty, it's big. Arguably, people say it's a st- it's big enough to be a standalone game, so I'm going to cut those off into separate episodes. I haven't gotten into those yet, so I want to try and keep this to base game stuff. Obviously, I won't be doing any spoilers for The Witcher, so you don't have to worry about that. I'll keep everything vague. I'm not going to dive too, in, too deep into anything so that anyone out there that was like me who didn't experience The Witcher up until just this year, uh, because that's how it is, Uh, you know, uh, I'll I'll get into that in a second, but um, yeah, no spoilers, not going to spoil anything, I'll just go through uh, what I loved about this game, man, and I will, I think I'm going to score it, like, kind of give it a score but with an asterisk at the end of it and then i'll give it its final score because this i have this game as a package it's the witcher 3 complete edition so that means that includes the dlc so i can't justifiably give it a final score until i go through the dlc i think that's only fair but i'll, I'll score it based on base game or whatever my experience has been up until this point so uh, that's kind of what you're we're gonna get into on this episode i'm gonna go through my favorite quests that um I experienced some amazing moments, the characters in this game, the world, um, yeah, and the music and all that great stuff that you probably heard at the beginning of this, so um, let's just try and uh, will do my best to give this game its justice because this is a massive video game and there's a lot to get into, so let's just freaking get the hell into it, this is The Witcher 3, The Wild Hunt, and before I get too crazy into it, a little backstory between me and The Witcher, so... I have played The Witcher 2, I I enjoyed that game until I got to a sequence where you're in a bunch of caves or whatever, it's a big old maze, and it was really, really annoying, and I couldn't get through it, and that's basically where my relationship with The Witcher 2 and myself ended. I enjoyed it, I, I liked a lot of things about the game, but uh, yeah, at that point it, there just wasn't enough there to keep me there, sadly, but... Yeah, you don't necessarily have to have played the prior Witchers to enjoy this game. Um, There were some characters that I recall from The Witcher 2 being in this game, and I imagine people that are way more into The Witcher and understand the stories way more than I do that are like... Oh, you don't know about this character, what they did in The Witcher 1 or The Witcher 2, but I know that there are some characters that um, I recall personally from The Witcher 2. I was like, oh, hey, there's that guy. But yeah, it, it's not going to ruin you, but I imagine it's quite fulfilling and satisfying when you see someone and you're like, oh, hey, there's that guy from that game. Because I got that a couple times throughout here. So. Sadly, The Witcher 2 did not hit with me, and then The Witcher 3 came out. I, of course, I imagine if you're listening to this, you you are aware of The Witcher, and that game came out to massive appraise, acclaim, getting awards left, right, and center, all that stuff. So I had to dive in on that. It, it, on paper, that sounds like my game. I, I knew that uh, I liked things about The Witcher 2, so I got The Witcher 3, and um, I played it, I liked it, I didn't love it just out of the gate. Not so much. I think maybe it was because. Well, I know a lot of reasons why. So generally, I don't know some games that I felt like I felt like it was getting a little bit overblown. Uh, people were going absolutely bananas on this game when it first came out. And trust me, I'll, I'll just say it now. I, now. I now understand why it was getting so much praise. I understand now, but. Naive me back then, I wasn't getting it at the beginning, my first time I played it, I wasn't getting into the controls, Uh, more than likely wasn't giving it um, its full due, this is a massive, a big RPG, a big game, and I I feel like I was playing something else on the time, something, this was like something I was using as a back burner, burner game, which it very much so isn't, this is a game that you really should just dive right in. I mean, if you're going into a game like this, a big RPG, RPG. I mean, you, you probably should. I mean, RPGs require a lot of your time, and if you leave them for too long, then it, it really kind of muddles the experience. So, yes, uh, my first time around with The Witcher did not go very well for me. I put it down, got maybe... 10, 15 hours, somewhere in there, so I gave it a good try, it just, I, I felt maybe overwhelmed, and leaving the game too often, and coming back, and having to try and remember mechanics, and just like, fuck this, I left it, so, more time passes, I had some people that I worked with that really, really loved this game, and just would not stop talking about it, over and over again, you hear about how good this game is, it's one of the greatest games of all time, and like, man, like, I, I want to try this again, and then all the DLC came out, so, I got all the DLC, and everyone's like, oh, the DLC's even better than the video game, so I'm like, oh, sweet, and I got all that, and I I wasn't high enough level to really get into the DLC, so I had to start playing the game again, and uh, yeah, I kind of ran into the same problem, I just probably wasn't giving it the attention, and yeah, my second run through with The Witcher 3 also was not successful, but I did not give up hope, I really didn't, I knew, like... I was like, someday, man, someday. Like, this is a game I did not give up on it. I was like, okay, it's just, just, it's not, it's sometimes you just gotta be in the right mood for it. And I guess the few times that I tried, I wasn't in the proper mood. And this year, man, it was announced that uh, they're releasing it on the PS5, and I said, hey, hold, this could be it, this could be it. I hadn't played it in years up until this point, probably like half a decade now since my my last attempt of The Witcher. It was a long time, I think, before I got together with my wife. So, uh, we've been together for Carry the One. Uh, I better remember this number or I'll get slaughtered. Oh, she better not listen to this. Uh, five years or so. Anyway, um... Yeah, it was a while ago, so uh, I got really excited when I hear it was coming to PS5. I'm like, oh, sweet. Uh, Maybe some of the things that bothered me, you know, there were a bit of load times uh, for me on PS4 that... It was a lot of traveling and stuff, and I don't know, maybe it wasn't great for me, but I was like, oh man, uh, with the updates on the PS5, uh, I think I I wanted to give it another shot. So I downloaded it, it sat there for a couple weeks, I finished up some big games, and I got to the point where there was nothing left to play. I was like, ooh, this is a great opportunity. I am wide open, I think it's time to dive into The Witcher 3. And I did so, and it's it's that video game magic, man. This time, it clicked instantly absolutely instantly i don't know what the heck happened i don't know like i just i felt like it was just you, sometimes you just feel ready with some of these kind of games and i felt ready man and i i very much so was cuz i fell in love with this game And wow, man, I I blew past where I was originally on my first two playthroughs. I got through the, the Bloody Baron, which is generally where I got burned out on it and would just move on to something else. So, in and around there, I got through that and I was just, I just wanted more and more and more. And the next thing you know, it's like three weeks has passed and I put like 70 plus hours into the game. And I'm like, man, I just. I I feel like a, a pot that's just been boiling, and uh, my my lid needs to be released because all all I can think about is this game, so. Yeah, so I'm just I'm s i am just i am I just need to gush about how happy I am and sometimes like there's another game that is in this category of a game that I've tried numerous times and I haven't give up on it yet. And I just want you guys to be if if there's a game out there that you're like, Man, I, I want to love this. So many of my friends or, or whatever, they love this game. I wanna love it too. Like sometimes, man, you just gotta wait and just don't give up and sometimes it hits and uh the witcher 3 is one the other game being metal gear solid 5 uh i have again that's just another anomaly of a game i love metal gear solid the franchise one of my favorites hi baby my kitty is meowing at me she must want dinner even though she was fed uh just moments ago but she probably wants me to go watch her eat that's uh that's her thing. Anyway. Uh, What was I saying? Yeah, Metal Gear Solid 5. Loved the franchise. That game came out to big, big expectations. Big, uh, a lot of drama behind that game regardless. It was reviewing well. They moved to open world and it just... I played like 12 hours of it and again, it just just wasn't sticking. Uh, Probably playing too many other things at the same time and the mechanics just weren't sticking with me. But I am... I tried to get into that game not long ago. Like maybe under a year ago, I put that game, it's still right here, I'm looking at it, it's in my PS4, it's down here, I'm still in my PS4, like, wanting, I was like, eh, maybe if I put it on my PS5, I'll play it, but we'll see, I want to love Metal Gear Solid 5, I really, really do, it's just, um, yeah, I guess I wasn't in the mood for it, but regardless, uh, that's not, (laughs) okay, well, I swear we're gonna talk about The Witcher, let's go, let's get into it, so, um, Without any spoilers, just a little rundown on kind of what the story is getting you into here. So, basically, you're coming off of the heels of the second game. I'm not going to say anything about what happened there. But decisions that you made in that game, kind of like Mass Effect, they carry over to what's going on here in The Witcher 3. Which is amazing. I love that. I would love for more games to take on that kind of situation. I understand. it's uh it's it's risky, right? because like who knows? maybe your first game sucks and then there will never be a second game. and and then, yeah, anyway, uh, the Witcher Three. You're you're basically uh, you're looking for uh, a girl named Ciri, and that's that's basically it. Like you're looking for this girl, and you got this this group of bad people called the Wild Hunt. Now, I just want to say on a side note, I always thought that the Wild Hunt, the name of the game, had something to do with hunting. Had no idea that was like the name of a group of the bad people that you're that are bad in this game they're one of the many of bad groups but they're like the baddest group they're called the wild hunt and they are fucking badass man just oh man they are so cool uh we'll get like really in depth with characters but I'll talk about the Wild Hunt right now since they're the topic that I'm on. Uh, Damn, dude. They are super cool. They look awesome. Uh, I mean, a lot of this game gives me, like, I love the original trilogy of the Lord of the Rings, you know, uh, Fellowship, Two Towers, uh, Return of the King. I love those movies. And um, that's why I like fantasy games like this. Like, I know fantasy games aren't necessarily for everyone, but... If you really like Lord of the Rings, I think this is the kind of world you would really like. Now, I'm not saying it's copying Lord of the Rings or anything, but you definitely get that vibe. And these dudes, I don't know, I get that Saruman vibe. Like, they got that, there's a whole bunch of them. Or the 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 Night Riders or whatever. You get those vibes out of this Wild Hunt group. And they're very cool. Uh, there's one guy in particular in the group, he's like he's basically their version of the mountain he's just this massive fucking badass dude that will kill the shit out of you in a heartbeat and um yeah i really enjoyed his character and uh it was a good time going after him and you get to fight him at at one point in the game and that was a very very cool moment one of dozens and dozens of many amazing moments throughout this game and i'm going to do my best like i track like i I'm not going to tell you every single thing, but I have some highlights, some of my favorite moments kind of listed down here that I'll talk about throughout, but yeah, dude, the Wild Hunt is badass as hell, uh, they're coming after her, so they're looking for Ciri, you're looking for Ciri, so it's kind of a race to find her first, so that she's got this, like, magical blood that everybody wants, so it's all about getting power, so on, it's pretty basic, but the the adventure, the epicness of getting there and everything around it, this, oh my goodness gracious, man, I'm just, I'll I'll probably say this a hundred times throughout this podcast, but I'm just so happy that I was able to come back and experience this, because oh my goodness, what, an, what a freaking adventure, man, like, I still can't place it just yet in uh, where it falls in my favorite uh, RPGs, open world games of all time, but it's definitely, definitely up there, so... That's basically how you're what you're starting out with. So you're hunting down Siri while dealing with the Wild Hunt. You 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 deal with them a couple times throughout the story, but for the most part, they're kind of just doing their own thing. Um now in terms of the gameplay, well, let's talk about this amazing world that you're in. So this is an amazingly large video game. You are like you're in one map, and you're like, damn, that is big, this is, there's a lot going on here, and you open up the map, and there's all these little question marks everywhere, you got markers all over the place, just, it's a little intimidating at the beginning, I won't lie, and I was intimidated, uh, by the, um, the, just, the amount of shit there is on the map, the amount of quests, the amount of all that, but honestly, like, it is very intimidating out of the gate, I will admit that, but once you get in there, you get comfortable, and it's, it's, there's a lot to do, but I mean, it's, it's it's all for good. Like, there's not a lot of stuff that you have to do, but the game does such a good job at making you want to do everything, which is such a rare thing when it comes to open world games nowadays. Like, I can't stop thinking about the me play, when I played Assassin's Creed Origins like a couple, three years ago or something like that. And I kind of just hate played that game. Like, at that point, i played so many open world video games and... I heard good things about Origins, and I'm going through that game. I played... I put, like, 45 hours in that game, like, just kind of hating it the whole time because it was just such a, a lifeless world that, like, nothing felt satisfying to do in that game. The assassination sucked. Like, a lot of that game... Was just like a trog to get through like i was just doing it to do it and it felt like a lot of the things that they placed in that game were just filler but in the witcher 3 man oh my goodness like it's up there with like red dead redemption levels of just like everything that you do there's like a purpose there's a story there's something awesome going on behind almost every single thing on in the witcher and just take a look at the map and you just see the amount of question marks and everything on there, and almost everything on there, like, arguably, yes, some of the question marks, like, there, yes, there are a lot of monster nests you got to deal with, and there's a lot of just uh, guarded treasure, but every now and again out there, you'll find a random, just kind of wacky adventure that you'll get fucking sucked into, and the game is filled with this, man. It is filled to the brim with just amazing sides side quests and this world that you're in man like oh man it is big it is big so you got all these different kind i guess continents i don't know uh there's like five of them and then plus different areas and dlc and each one is just this massive map filled with towns and and oh dude i can't even be like it's got everything like there's so much to see, there's mountains, there's forests, there's water, there's you name it. It's got everything in your typical massive open world game, but it looks incredible. Like, I think I've dogged this game a couple times throughout the past, and I played it like back in the day on PS4. I was like, yeah, it's a fine, like, it's a good looking game, but people going on like, oh, it's one of the greatest looking games of all time. And I guess I feel like, yes, in terms of open world games, yes, this is one of the greatest looking open world games games I've ever played, especially on PS5. It looks just phenomenal. They added in a bunch of extra, uh, modifications to make it look even better. So, uh, yeah, dude, it, it pops. It's got so much variety in its, in its world, uh, these different areas. I mean, it's, it's, you're also in the middle of like a war. So there's these war zones where everything's just like, just dead everywhere. There's scary places. You got caves, you got Dude, it's just got everything now. I don't think it's got, like, the... In terms of, I don't know, scale and... Um, I just don't think it has quite the the look of an Elden Ring, for example. Like, some of those set pieces in that game. Some of the settings, some of the things you see in there are just jaw-dropping. But The Witcher is, is no slouch in that category at all. Uh, numerous times I was taking in the beautiful vistas of this game. I mean, oh, goodness, the vistas... Uh, epic mountaintops out in the back, snowy hills, I mean, it's just so gorgeous, man, so gorgeous, and some some places in particular, like, I accidentally started a quest for one of the DLCs, and oh my goodness, man, it just makes me, oh, I can't wait to get into those DLCs, because just the beginning of that DLC was just so bright, and colorful, and vibrant, I was like, whoa, like, like even that was a step above of just how beautiful the base game was and I was like oh man the colors were popping and they don't shy away from colors in, in, in this world either I mean there's flowers everywhere like oh my god man it is such an immersive world it's so just filled with life it's it's got people all over the place living their lives, like, everyone's doing something, they're, they're drunk all over the place, they're they're laughing, they're having good times, they're killing each other, they're fucking screaming at each other, they're crying, oh, there's so much, so many women crying all over the place, it's, um, yeah, dude, like, I really got, immer- I get so immersed still, like, I'm getting immersed all the time, whenever I get into The Witcher, I am in that world with them, it really brings me in there, and they do such a, so many little details, man, like, it's insane, uh, I can't even, like, oh, dude, like, cats, when you go near a, a cat, they hiss at you, they're terrified of you, you can bump people, they all make sounds, like, everyone, like, it's all so realistic and, and full, and I love when you bump into people and they go, oh, it's, it's oh, that one makes me laugh all the time, but, Dude, there was this one time, man I was high off my tree, I I won't lie I was very baked, and I was so high, I like, I just wanted, I was just walking on this pier with people, just doing their thing like, they were just being people, just moving fish around, uh, stocking up their their little shops and, and filling their boats up with stuff and I was just walking around and the stuff that people would say, they're just having conversations like, legitimate conversations they would say funny shit, like one guy just like oh looks like i pissed me trousers and and dude this one girl It's not even funny. This is just, I don't even, I can't even explain why this made me laugh for 11 minutes straight, but it did. This, these, every once in a while, these people will say this like little prayer and something about virgin mother and crumb. And every time they say crumb, I just fucking lose it, man. I was laughing so hard. I had no more bodily fluid left in my body to cry out from laughter. It was just so freaking funny. And yes, yes, I was very high, but also this game is just it's it's like kind of like Grand Theft Auto, you know? Like you can you could just fuck around in Grand Theft Auto and spend dozens and hundreds of hours even on Grand Theft Auto and not do a single mission. You could just be in the world causing carnage. Now you it's not that level in The Witcher 3 like you're not hijacking wagons and just plowing them through freaking markets and killing a whole bunch of people. I mean, you can slaughter the innocent if you want to. I can't say that I ever really did, but it just didn't... I don't know man it just feels like that realistically just feels exactly what what a fucking fantasy world should feel like it, it's amazing it's one of the just the best worlds I love being in there like I love just hanging out in a bar playing freaking cards and gwent with people like it's right up there with um and Red Dead Redemption 2 like I loved playing poker in Red Dead Redemption 2 because like it feels like you're just at a nice pub and everything, all the atmospheres around you, and everything's going on. Like, oh my god, dude! The Witcher has that in spades with the atmosphere. Like, wherever you are, if you're the setting, if you're by a riverbank, like the water is trickling, and and like fish and like wildlife are all around you. And then when you're in the cities, like fucking, like I said, people are rowdy. It's loud. It's fucking filled. It feels full and busy, and it is. It really is busy. It's filled with people. And when you go into a bar, it's like when you go into a bar in real life, it's loud, it's crazy, there's glasses clinking, people hooting and hollering, it's fucking, wow, I'm blown away, dude. And um, the characters in this game, like just NPCs, not the characters, I mean, NPCs are enjoyable, like I said, they consistently make me just giggle, I even though they're, they'll say the same things over and over again, it's still really funny. And, uh, fuck, man. I just, I love this world so much. And they have, like, um, really, uh, quite impressive weather effects going on. So, uh, I I don't, I feel like this might have been one of the things that they added, uh, in the new version. I'm not sure, because I don't recall them being, like, this, uh, awesome in the first time that I played The Witcher. But, like, dude, like, I, this is how nerdy it's getting here. But, like, the wind? (laughs) The wind in The Witcher 3 is outrageous. Like, like you can you almost like feel it because you know like you can tell it's like a windy ass day because like trees are fucking whipping around but they're not like video game like kind of glitching around like they move like freaking trees the branches are moving around like independently like a tree would the grass is moving around like a nice big gust of wind and like dude when you're just out there riding on roach and it's really windy and the trees are fucking oh my god man like you could feel it nice big sunny days like wow I don't normally nerd out like like this much in in ter- like on graphics and stuff but I got a gush and I have to just respect like h- how much love and appreciation and time must have went into crafting this world and I just I cannot believe how fucking big it is. It is massive. There's like so many big maps and there's so much to freaking do in them and oh my goodness. So before I get into like gameplay and everything um aside from the weather effects i mean like not only it's not just the wind i mean they have storms and and like people will like talk about the weather as it's happening like if a storm's coming in they're like oh storms are coming and then the rain starts. They're like oh here comes the rain you know it's 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 small but it's all these little details that come together so perfectly and it just brings everything to life here in the witcher and and I'm gonna name some Novigrad and Velen and Skelligan. I mean, these places are fucking amazing. Um, but you know, this game is without its its lumps and bumps in terms of uh, you know glitches. You know, it's it's come to be expected with games of this size. You know, I'm not I'm not giving it a ton of shit, but I, I do have to bring it up. There, like it's it's very usual. I had my hard crashes, of course, uh, when you get into pretty wild situations with a lot of things going on yes i've had a handful of hard crashes um but it it comes to be expected with a game like this and in and now it's it's not really that horrible. Like I said, playing on PS5, you crash, you reboot it, you're back in the game in like fucking 15, 20 seconds. So yes, it is a minor inconvenience. But like I said, I've played a ton of open world video games and I imagine you have as well because so many of them are open world video games nowadays. But I digress. It's um, It's, wow, I totally Ugh. forgot what I was talking about. Oh yes, uh, excuse me, glitches. Yes. So yeah, it's it's a big game and it's gonna have its problems. Uh, but overall, it wasn't. There was only like one time that it like actually was cheesing me off because it kept uh, freezing at the exact same moment. I was doing a, a Witcher contract and I was. I went to this like village that was that had a little bit of a harpy problem and it literally kept, it froze three times in the exact same spot. So yeah, that was a bit of a of an inconvenience. That sucked. Uh, Other than that, uh, hadn't had too many problems in terms of performance. There was a a here and there, there were some issues with uh, missions, but for the most part you just i would just meditate so you can like meditate it'll, it'll pass time and basically re- reload stuff i found 9 out of 10 times if i ever had a problem uh rather that being i can't talk to this person like the icon's not letting me talk to them so i just meditate takes 4 seconds boom i can talk to them so really minor things like that i feel like they must have tightened this game up quite a lot but Again, with a game this size, you can't expect it to run and do everything perfectly. But I think it's a very well. It runs fantastically. I didn't really experience any slowdown. I don't think uh, things will pop in and out every now and again. But again, these things don't bother me at all. Uh, not. It definitely didn't have a, a a bad situation with that. So other than that, man, like it runs great, looks great. This world is one of the one of my favorite worlds to be in. Like it's right up there with. Uh, Red Dead Redemption 2, because I just, I love Cowboys, and I, I love the characters there, Skyrim was uh, just so special, at one point I'm going to have to go back and revisit that game, because I want to, I wanna, after I'm done with The Witcher 3, I just want to, I think I want to put them up against each other now, for a lot of people that's probably a laugh, like, oh, Witcher 3 is way better than Skyrim, but... I got, nost- I got deep nostalgia for, for Skyrim, bro, and I haven't played it in a very, very long time, and it's been re-released uh, 700 times since I last played it, so I've been curious, and I've thought, here or there, you know, there's a PS5 version that's there for me, just sitting there, waiting waiting to be played, and I'm like, uh, do I really want to just crush a hundred hours on that. Like, I'm not right at the moment, but I would kind of like to see my a definitive answer for myself. Cause I love Skyrim and I love the Witcher. I would like to know which one I actually like more overall right now. I can't, they're like my two children. I just can't pick one right now. No definitive answer. I'd have to go back and, uh, give, give Skyrim another, another play and, uh, see how that goes out. But regardless, man, this is one of the most, uh, just Amazing worlds to be in. Like, I couldn't... Can you imagine something like this being in VR? Like, oh my god, dude. I'd, I'd, I'd just go on welfare. I'd quit my job and I would just spend all my time in there. So, that that's how good it is. It, it really is something special, man. And um, let's try and get into the gameplay and um, just some of the amazing quest moments that I experienced throughout this game. So, obviously, you know, this is a, a large, epic adventure video game RPG, so there's a lot of quests to do, you're given a lot of quests, you got your main quest, you got secondary quests, which are just littered throughout, you'll find them all over the place, random people, like, oh hey, I need help over here, you, you fucking witcher, come help me, and just in case you don't know what a witcher is, he's basically like a hired gun, uh, more or less, He'll, if you give him the right amount of money, they'll help you with your problems, as long as he seems it fit, or the money fit, so... Yeah, you, you'll do pretty much anything for the right amount of money, but for the most part, you'll you'll deal with monsters. So um, a lot of your quests are monster chasing and hunting and killings, and you're, oh, man, it's, um oh, uh, you just, just, there's too much, there's too many to truly go over all the quests and stuff like that. And I'm going to do my best to stay away from the main quest line because it's, um, all I could say is that it was amazing, absolutely amazing. Like, it, it was nowhere near, uh, like, you know how with like Elder Scrolls, uh, like four and five, like the main quest line isn't really the main, the the best part of those games necessarily. Now, with me personally, I always love the guilds in and uh, the Elder Scrolls games. I f- those are my bread and butter. I love going through the guilds. That's my favorite part. Uh, in The Witcher Three, man, it's it's almost all like fucking a plus s rank tier like side quests are freaking awesome witcher contracts are awesome there's treasure hunts which are maybe the weakest but there are some side quests that are not that fun so let's talk about some of the things that i some of the quests i didn't like that much so the horse races. I mean, it's it's very basic. I didn't like them very much. They were pretty much all the same thing. I take off. I stay in the lead the whole time. I do or do not go off the track and lose or win. So it pretty much did that half a dozen or a dozen or so times. And yeah, I mean, you get good horse loot out of it. So that was decent. But the horse races weren't weren't that hot. So I didn't like that very much. And I guess since we're on the topic of the horses, I will talk about one of the other things that I didn't like all that much. Don't, now, don't, don't sharpen your pitchfork just yet. I love Roach. I love Roach as a, as a companion. She was awesome. What a fantastic horse. Love Roach. But the controls sometimes for Roach and the, the, the way that Roach acts sometimes, she could be a little bit of a bitch and she could be a little bit hard to handle. So... That would be one of my big gripes with this game and, and probably one of the leading reasons why uh, The Witcher 3 didn't stick with me the first few times I played it. It's because the controls do uh, take a little bit of loving and especially controlling Roach at times, depending on where you are. I mean, there's some places that are very lots of turns and, and rocky and lots of elevations. Uh, going up and down Uh, Roach doesn't do too well in those situations where she flourishes is nice open fields and nice straight roads so in those moments it's fantastic you can sit there take in all the environments and one of the great mechanics of this game is that you can sit there if you're on a road and you're riding Roach you just hold the x button and Roach will lock herself onto that path and she'll just follow the path automatically it's amazing when it works and I would say it works like I would give it a solid like eighty percent of the time. It works pretty darn good, and it's quite satisfying when it does because you can just kind of kick back, have a drink, and just enjoy the environment. Like really, just take it in. So I feel like that's what the main goal of this mechanic is: is that you're not sitting around like riding the horse, and you're just focused on the trail. Like you can sit there and take in all the surroundings around you, and so on and so forth. So I absolutely adored that mechanic. It does, does it work all the time? No, but. God damn, I would love that mechanic to be introduced in more RPGs like that, like, or more, more open world games where they'll just let me travel, and of course, this game has fast travel and everything, but there's that distances between fast travel points, so, um, yeah, it's not, I wouldn't say it's definitely not my favorite game to travel around in, it's not the tightest in that situation, that's for sure, uh, that would be probably my biggest gripe with it, is the controls sometimes, they will fight you, and, um, yeah, I'll get I'll get more I'll we'll revisit uh the controls once I get more into the combat cuz that's the only other place I can I have a little bit of a problem with the com- with the controls is with the combat, but uh going around with the horse races, yeah, they they weren't very tight. They were fine. They weren't fucking horribly bad. They didn't ruin the game, but I wasn't going out like looking for horse races. It was one of those, you know, when you have an RPG and you and you, the those missions that you don't like very much start to pile up. So, yeah, by the end of the game, I had like four or five of the horse races that I had to do and I just banged them all out one after the other and yeah, not a great way to deal with the horse races, just doing them all over one after the other, because they're pretty much all the same thing, like I said. Um yeah, not the strongest. The other thing I didn't like too much was the fighting club. I mean, we don't talk about fight club, but I will talk about the fight club right now. I didn't think it was all that awesome. There were some really cool moments. I mean so the, the fight club, is, it's pretty basic. You go to a tavern, uh, you see some dudes fighting, you're like, oh shit, what's going on? And they're like, oh, some fucking tournament, oh, oh, come kick some ass, and if you kick the most ass, you'll be the best ass kisser, kicker, ass kisser, best ass kicker in town, and uh, yeah, you basically just climb the ranks of being the toughest fighter around in Velin and Overgrad and all that stuff, and eventually you take on um, a champion. Let me just see if I can find his name. I wrote this down because I thought it was a really awesome moment ah let's see uh the witcher contract no uh well oh i think i have it up here fist fight Ah, there it was, um, there is like a, a, you go to a tournament and then at the end of the tournament tournament, you have to fight Olaf. I'm not going to tell you who or what Olaf was, but that was a really cool moment right there. I got to shout that out. I was like, I pretty much had the exact same reaction as Geralt or Geralt did. I was like, you fucking serious right now, but it was a really funny moment. I enjoyed that. So there were some good moments sprinkled in throughout the fighting tournament, but the actual like gameplay of like fighting dudes, not that tough, not that great. Um, yeah, not, not the best, but it wasn't, again, it not bad, just not things that I was looking forward to doing. Again, another one of those group of missions that kind of all piled up towards the end because I just was like, eh, I don't really have any, there's so many better things to do than that fist fighting in The Witcher. Like, trust me on this. We'll, we'll get in there. Um, yeah, other than those two, I didn't like those. That was about it, man. Like all the, uh, like there I have a, like not really a nitpick, but like the question like, so like I said, there's, um question marks all just littered throughout the world and these question marks they're question marks you go up to them you have no idea what the hell you're getting yourself into could be a monster guarding treasure could be bandits a a bandit a camp it could be um uh kind of like an area that you can clear out and then once it's clear people will move in there and that can give you new quests there's it's just a lot man there's a lot sometimes you'll just find random people and quests like There's a lot of like, I would, I think easily there's hundreds of these things, hundreds of little question marks out there. And, um, yeah, like tons of times I would just get into like a little fucking spree of them. You just get into an area, whole bunch of little question marks scattered all around you in like a 200 square meter radius. And you just fucking bang them all out, getting a whole bunch of loot, getting a whole bunch of treasure, killing monsters here, left, right, and center. Um, I will say maybe there's way too many of them and at times they can get a little repetitive, like certain pockets of areas. I was just like, Oh, another monster's nest. Okay. Deal with that. Go to the next one. Oh, another monster's nest. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. And then we go to the next one. Oh, it's abandoned camp. It's very similar to a monster nest, but with people instead of monsters. So they can get repetitive, but I enjoyed going into them. Like, uh, I don't know if I really like the ones. There's a lot of them in the water. Like you can go take your, take a boat boats don't really move that fast so it can get a little boring out there that was one that I would like pop a YouTube video on listen to a little podcast traveling out in the water very relaxing very relaxing. It's it was fine, but yeah, uh, a lot of them. It was just kind of the same thing. There's not too much going on out in the water other than treasure. Uh, yeah, so I, I didn't. I I did a lot of them, but there's still like there's hundreds of these fucking things. So no way that I was going to be able to complete all of them. But I I am very encouraged to go out and do more of it for sure. Like every now and again, I'm like, let's just go out on an adventure. Let's just go fucking east and let's just do as many question marks as I can. So you you get that. It's a lot of fun. It's I would say it's, like, more rewarding than the, the Karoks, the Karok seeds or whatever from Breath of the Wild. A lot of people didn't like those. I enjoyed looking for them. I found it, I found it personally very satisfying. But going on these Witcher hunts and you just go on a question marks little spree and you're coming back with all this loot. You sell it and, like, yeah, it's 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 quite rewarding. So, I, I liked it. But, yes, at times, like, if you just want to do, like, all of them in a row, I wouldn't recommend that. You'd probably get pretty bored and want to do something else. And uh, one of the other things, one of the big things in this game, aside from all the questing you can do, is the card game Gwent. So I um, I'm not I'm not gonna go too too in depth with this because I'm still quite new to it, but all I can say about it, uh- oh, it's really, really fun and I think I'm in trouble here. I can I can see this so like, this was one I was saving because I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna kind of put Gwent to the side, and I'll deal with Gwent when I'm ready for Gwent. And I got ready for Gwent, and I started playing it. And next thing you do, next thing you know, I'm I'm running all around, trying trying to to collect unique cards and upgrade my deck, and it is addicting, bro. Oh my goodness! I'm not gonna explain the card game because card games are not fun to explain there's they're much better just play it you'll get it in no time trust me it's pretty easy but it gets it's like it can get it it, like it'll it'll drag you in bro it really will like i am i really want to go play gwent like right now but i got shit to do and there's a hockey game in a little bit so yeah i'm uh very excited with gwent i I remember playing it the first time I played The Witcher a couple times. It didn't really hit with me. But right now, man, I'm like, oh, yeah, this is going to be fun. And there's, like, a Gwent tournament that I haven't gotten to yet because I'm trying to build up my deck. And, uh, oh, dude, it is addicting. Just, like, you beat one person, they give you information on a new person that has a unique card to go hunt down. So I'm just fucking traveling from tavern to tavern, from little pub to village to buttfuck nowhere to fucking... Take on, like, you can ask anybody. Anybody will play you in Gwent. It's like a all-around beloved card game in the world. Like, anybody will play you. You fucking go up to a chicken, and you're like, yo, man, you want to play some Gwent? And they'll be like, ah! and they'll fucking play you in fucking Gwent. It's unbelievable it's a really fun card game and uh yeah I put it on the back burner a little bit right now because I am fully immersed in this exact moment in the final missions of the game so uh I'll be I'll be uh, coming back to that a- at some point but holy crap man the Gwent is I understand now why people are like oh dude Gwent is just like a whole nother situation like ba- like almost kind of like like there's call of Duty the multiplayer and then there's zombies like zombies is a totally fucking whole different entity that could arguably be its own video game and i don't know if that did happen or not i don't know i don't keep up with all the card games that are coming out in the video game land but correct me if i'm wrong did they not make a gwent game like on its own because it easily can be it's a a very very fun and i like the idea that like the cards that you collect throughout the game are like characters in there so like uh yeah, I haven't collected a card of myself. I, I imagine there's probably one out there where I can get the Geralt, or Geralt card. That would be really cool. But yeah, man, I, I love collecting cards and uh, t- to boot the game, the, the card game Gwent itself is is very, very fun. And um, yeah, I'm going to be putting in a lot of time onto that. I can tell it's, uh, it's going to be an issue. And I, I look very forward to going into that Gwent tournament. It sounds like it's going to be a lot of fun. Love that idea, that but uh, I'm too chicken to go at it right now because my deck sucks. So I'm going to have to work on that deck. And, uh, oh, man, just, like, some of the strategies in that game. Like, in Gwent, it's it's wild. Like, I'm just, I'm very, very, like I said, very new. I'm picking up very probably minor strategies right now. But, like, I was going up against this one girl or and she had a lot of, uh like combat units so i made a deck that would like counteract her her counteract her combat units and i'd bring in a lot of siege units and then i would like fucking freeze her front lines and they would be all useless so like there's really awesome strategy and once i started like getting to the strategy parts of gwen i was like oh dear god yes yes like i am in love with gwen this is this is going to be a treat and uh, yeah, so Gwent is its own situation. Very, very fun. I uh, can't wait to dive more into that. Um, lots of Witcher contracts. So Witcher contracts are kind of like your, your main source of... Well, not really your main source of money, but I guess in, like, Witcher land, that's kind of, like, what they do a lot of, is Witcher contracts, so you travel around from, like, town to town, and they'll have these little bulletin boards posted up, you go up to them, and they'll have a bunch of little jobs here and there, they can even have, like, little funny things, like, oh, someone stole my fucking spoon, I really love that spoon, Now now you're not gonna do a quest finding this guy's spoon, but, like, it's just kind of a nice little touch, and again, adds to the light, the, just the the depth of this world that you're in, that people are putting up little notices about this and that, but there's also serious contracts on there. Like sometimes you can fight you they'll have they'll have a contract like, hey, there's this fucking monster or something out there. Can you go check it out? And then you go on a uh, fucking wild goose chase man hunting down some of these monsters. So you are equipped with uh, Witcher senses, which are basically I don't know. You make a great detective. You hit the button, and you can just see shit that other people can't, and it helps you find stuff easier. So you're tracking down animals, looking for their blo- looking for blood, smells, uh, tracks, and then you hunt them down to wherever the hell they are. And then you're trying to figure out, like best as you can, with clues along the way, is what kind of monster you're getting yourself into. And when you figure it out, you can look it up in your little booklet, and it's got a little information on its weaknesses and stuff, and oh my goodness, dude, like, the depth, so, you can get very, like, I imagine, I didn't have to do all this, like, the game offers up a ton of shit, dude, like, there's oils, there's potions, and all of that hoopla, you know, your typical RPG stuff, and you can get deep into that, like, very deep, I imagine the the amount of potions and all that, oils and all that, that you have to use on the higher difficulties, is probably insane, but, Me, I played on normal and I didn't feel the need or really just didn't remember half the time that there's oils and potions and all this crap that I can brew. And like, don't get me wrong, I use them every now and again, but there's tons of times I just didn't really need it or anything like that. I was good with my kind of standard life potions and all that stuff, pretty standard. But yeah, I can see there's a lot of depth there with the oils. And oils will, um, you can apply them to your weapons, which uh, if you put the right oil on against the proper beast that you're fighting, it'll cause more damage and all that great stuff. And, um, geez, I, oh, man, there's just so much to dig into with this game. Um, so, on top of the, like, Witcher contracts, so you're a Witcher, it's an RPG, you're leveling up, so you have powers. Not only do you have Witcher senses, you have Like, fucking Witcher abilities, which are powers. So, you got, like, a telekinetic blast, you got fire, you got uh kind of a mind control one which is like my, my probably my personal favorite that one's very cool you can um not only does it is it useful in combat but that one you can use to mind control people during conversations and you can sway them and brainwash them to do shit literally jedi mind trick like this is these are not your droids you do that shit like it's fucking unbelievable i love that power and then like in combat you can mind control them if you level it up enough you can fucking control them and they'll go f- fucking fight people for you it's not the greatest power but the idea is awesome i love i love the witcher abilities they're super cool and uh lots of i mean again they add a really cool interesting element of strategy and variety in the combat with your abilities because the way that you level them up you can only have so many abilities active at a a certain amount of time so uh say you have there's 40 things to unlock total but you can only use like f- five ten of them or something so you can create a whole bunch of different kind of classes basically you can go magic heavy you can go combat heavy you can go um what do you call it like herbal heavy so you can really go into the potions and all that stuff there's like random ones and oh man and it's a am- it's really fun and um like i said i imagine this would be it would be more in depth and more useful. You're probably diving way deeper into these things and the numbers and stuff when you're on higher difficulties. I didn't have to go too crazy with that stuff in terms of like the, it's not, it wasn't, it's not like a hard game or anything, but I imagine it can be on those, uh, those, those higher difficulty levels look intimidating. And that's where I imagine a lot of this stuff will, will come into uh, fruition. But yeah, dude, the leveling up and everything you're able to like a couple of times I did that where I don't know i would take off a certain magic ability because okay i'm not using this magic i'll i'll go beef up some put on some better abilities for combats. i'm going into a lot of combat so you can do stuff like that that's really cool i uh, really enjoyed that i like the i like the leveling up of your magic so uh once you put enough points into it you'll unlock another tier and it's got different abilities, like second abilities for your magic so um, one of the i mean how have i not shouted out this power i mean you're your your of your barrier i mean you could put up a shield uh, you get hit and it'll take a hit for you and that's awesome and then it has like a secondary ability where if they hit it it'll fucking explode and it'll send people flying away oh god i use that thing nonstop. what an amazing power uh, jesus man i i ugh, there's so much to get into it's insane i'm drowning in content but um, yeah, man, it's it's fairly standard in the way like your typical leveling up. But I I really like the way that they did it, where you you can't just have every single ability unlocked. You like eventually you'll hit a point where you're like, oh, I can start fucking around with these different combinations. It's really interesting. I really enjoyed that ab- about the combat. So that's some of the good stuff about the combat. There was there are some things about it that I don't like. My main gripe being the targeting system at times, especially when you are uh, surrounded by a lot of people, the targeting system, you, you're best off to just go rogue and just start swinging for the fences, because, oh man, a lot of the time I'll just get, I'll, it'll just be on the most wrong person, like, there's, why would I be targeting you way the fuck over there when there's four people surrounding me, so sometimes the targeting system lets me down, but, uh, yeah, that's that. That's pretty much a big thing. That's about it. Uh, the combat one-on-one, like I, it's. I like the combat. I mean, it's it. It starts out simple. You got a strong attack. You got a light attack. But, and of course, you got the the mixture of the what do you call it the, the the powers so you get a good combination you can really start putting together some nice little combos that you come up with yourself like i like to do three combos like a light attack light attack strong attack shoot a fire and then back into a three combo like oh yeah you can just start getting into really nice smooth combat it's quite enjoyable and probably the most enjoyable thing about the con the combat is um splitting people in half like a piece of wood it is oh my goodness dude some of like I, I i guess i haven't mentioned this game is very much so rated m you got a ton of blood you got tons of mature content you got boobies you got bum there's there's sexual intercourse now um yeah, it's um it's it's there. It's definitely in there. It's very much so a mature rated game, but I think where it strikes me as the most mature is the dismemberment of the people of the beasts of, of the creatures that you face throughout this world, so intense man, like you can, oh dude, you chop dudes in, in right down the middle you're you're splitting them at the waist you're chopping arms off, you're popping heads off like champagne bottles it's, um, it is very satisfying man, like I, I still chuckle, like I'm all these hours in and it's still just, it's so outrageous, sometimes just so over the top and oh man, just the way that your blades cut through people is just, it's so good and I guess now that I'm talking about blades, this is just gonna how, how it's gonna be. It's probably gonna be the longest episode ever. Uh, you get a ton of equipment, man. You're finding lots of loot, lots of cool armor, and it all has different looks. So you're changing up your look constantly. Heavy armor, light armor, the the weapons you're finding swords. You got two kinds of swords: a steel one and a silver one for your werewolves and and whatnot. I'll talk about. Creatures and stuff in a little bit, but yeah, lots of weapons. They all kind of have like different looks. Uh, I mean, if you're really like, it's not over the top, like, everything's super crazy. I didn't find the armor like any of it to be like really, really cool, like, nothing on the level of what the wild, wild hunter wearing. I mean, I want that freaking armor, I want that, but there is a uh, witcher gear you can collect. It's kind of like hidden armor you'll you'll have quests for it and you can go and find it and it's an upgradable armor but it takes a long time to upgrade it you got to find all the diagrams for it it's an event and uh, i'm still working my way to level the the armor up to grandmaster so then when you wear multiple pieces of the armor you get a big old bonus i'm like oh i want that bonus right now come on but yeah, dude, lots of loot, lots of armor to select, and lots of stuff to craft, lots of crafting, and you're finding these diagrams uh, while you're looting. Like, it's it's enjoyable going out looting stuff, like, yeah, there's a lot to find, man, lots of armor to craft, you're just constantly finding more power-ups, and then you get these, um, these runes that have like little bonuses very little bonuses we're talking like two five percent bonuses and and on the high end you're looking at like 10 percent bonus but it'll give you like oh a two percent chance of causing fire poison you know that kind of stuff but won't go too in depth on that but yeah the, the combat is nice and tight. It may be a little wonky at first. And like I said, the, the targeting system can be a little shit at times. But for for the most part, it's pretty decent. I don't get too angry or upset at the combat. Maybe earlier on, uh, especially my earlier run-throughs of The Witcher that I didn't like, uh, the combat would get me rather frustrated because I just really wasn't grasping some of the things. But once you get going, man, it's, uh, it's very satisfying, especially the dismemberment is just over the top dude absolutely over the top so i talked about uh witcher contracts so that's one of the one of the more enjoyable ones i had a lot of really fun moments doing witcher contracts without spoiling anything uh too intense uh one of the witcher contracts you have to like a lot of it is like tracking but there's uh one in particular that kind of freaked me out you're tracking this woodland spirit this freaking little village you come across they they got some drama going on man they got a split going on in this village and you got to freaking figure everything out for them and it's uh they got some pretty intense choice like you know it, it was a choice and it had some repercussions i guess because like that happens in this game you get choices there's a you know your classic dialogue not quite like mass effect the dialogue wheel but you get it's better than that actually it's like old school fallout 3 like you know what i'm saying it's good but you get, a, you get choices, and you can kind of decide a little bit on uh, what what's going on around you. And, and this one in particular, you get a choice to rather save this beast or kill it. And, uh, yeah, I'll just say, in short, I made the wrong decision, and I felt really bad at the end of it. And, um, yeah, that was a really fun mission. It freaked me out, because that, that woodland creature, uh, that thing is fucking wicked. It is such a cool creature, but... Looking for it in the forest. I don't like forests. It was making a lot of scary sounds. And it's got crows. And um, yeah, it was just very, very atmospheric. Very fun quest. One of the highlight quests. Uh, one of the numerous that I have written down here. Uh, another Witcher contract that I really liked uh, was one called Most Wanted. Man, what a great little quest that was. Uh, just kind of showing like there's a really nice kind of morale to it. Other And on top of being just a really awesome quest. Kind of just showing that not all monsters or witchers are as bad as they seem. They just need to be understood sometimes. So, yeah, not every quest. Like, quests are... Oh, man, there's so many. Like, yeah, you get your odd, like, fetch quest every now and again. Sometimes they make a lot of, like... They kind of punch at it a little bit like there's literally one quest you have to go and find a goat and bring the goat back but like it's pretty darn funny you get this little bell if you played the game you probably know it's pretty early on in the game but yeah i recall that mission because that's one that i recall doing all three times on the on the on my playthroughs of this game and i was just like okay this is one of the this is a weird game this is something different for sure uh, that one was really fun, so like, it gives you the option to kind of just go at it in um, this mission that I'm talking about most wanted. It kind of lets you go at it in a normal way, but if you, if, you, if you try and you do something different, you can get a really fun, different result. I thought that was really fun. Uh, Oh, dude, there's just so many freaking awesome moments throughout this game. I mean, you got one of the best getting drunk moments, I think. It's right up there. I was debating it between this Witcher Witcher 3 getting drunk moment with uh, your fellow Witchers. Because, like, you're not the only Witcher. It's not like you're a die. Well, you're sort of a dying breed, I guess. But you're not the only Witcher. There's other Witchers that you'll interact with throughout. And at one point, you get drunk with them. And, dude, it is oh my goodness it is so funny it is so amazing it's um my goodness you really get to like I felt I was already in love with Geralt Geralt Geralt. whatever you want to call him I was already in love with this dude at this point like I would marry him in an instant and watching him get drunk was just amazing because uh witchers are kind of known for being a little bit bland uh lacking emotion if you will and uh you get you get a little little creep into uh uh, Geralt, when he gets drunk, it's a very, very entertaining moment. Uh, I was just beyond entertained, man. I was just having a great time watching that go down. It's right up there with the Red Dead Redemption 2 getting drunk with Lanny. That was oh my god. So, once you experience a, a mission like that in a game, like, oh, what a what an absolute treat that freaking mission was. I, oh. That was one of the first ones. Like, I, I just had to. It was just literally the f- one of the first of many chef's kisses of moments in this game. There's a really funny, um, kind of like an ongoing quest, kind of similar to something, like, I know this game came out before Red Dead, but I played through Red Dead first. So it reminds me of, like, there's a dude in Red Dead who's, like, kind of, you'll see him, like, town to town. He's always looking for his friend. And there's kind of something like this in The Witcher. There's a guy that's, like... Defending Maid Milberry's honor, or whatever, and like you meet up with them multiple times in different towns, and it's a hilarious interaction every single time. And this guy's basically acting tough and Geralt knows that uh, he's not that tough and, and, and you can play around with him quite a bit it's, it's very entertaining I enjoyed that every time I saw him and his merry freaking batch of men just sitting out there I was like oh boy here we go What's, what are you going to do this time how how have I disrupted or dis- dishonored the, the honor of Miss Maid Millberry what have I done this time I'm just, I'm just riding my horse yes I may have bumped 37 people but they're in my way and you know that, that's their problem so they can just go to hell I, um, there was one mission bro. I, uh, I don't, I don't know if they were going for funny on this one. Might've been that I was high. I mean, it happens. I had to tweet about this one because I was just, I was, I, I don't know, man. I was just, I was laughing so hard unintentionally. I just couldn't handle it. And it's a quest called, um, in wolf's clothing, Yeah, uh, I, I, you know, I had to do that quest had its moments of a little bit of annoyance, but there's a werewolf that you're dealing with. And like he goes after like almost every word and you got to talk to him a lot. And I'm I'm an idiot, man. And stupid shit like that. I was dying laughing like I was like, this might be one of the most unintentionally funny missions I've ever went through and ended up being a slog of a mission that took me forever to figure out how to beat because I don't know there was a lot of hoops I had to drive through or drive through I get I guess but jump through preferably and uh, yeah, I had to look up uh, quite a few times online, and it turns out people don't like this mission very much, but I thought the werewolf was really funny, and he was kind of cute, and the problem was I couldn't kill him, and the uh, uh, I, shouldn't, I don't want to spoil it, so I won't, but uh, you, it's an interesting way to get rid of that werewolf, and uh, it was very funny to hear him snort, so that was funny. I enjoyed that very much, but, yeah, that mission, I you I got it, and it's, like, suggested level 15, and, like, I started it at level 17, and I couldn't finish it until I was, like, level 30, so, and it takes you a while to level up in this game, like, it doesn't, you don't level up very fast, like, I'm, like, 80 hours in or something, and I'm only, like, thir- level 37 or something, if I put this much time in a Skyrim, I'd be, like, higher than that, you know what I'm saying, but it it really didn't bother me that much, like, like it, i didn't i just noticed it at one point when i was like man i've been level 32 for a long time and i was like oh wow it takes a it takes a while to uh, get going there let's see well oh dude the fucking so this is one of the main missions but i'm not gonna spoil anything but i have to shout it out dude the the battle at caramoran was absolutely freaking amazing oh my goodness dude like it's just your you're it's oh it's just like An amazing battle, man. It was one of the late-game things, and oh my goodness, like, there's a nice build-up to it, and oh yeah, you just get involvement with all the great characters in it. It's right up there with me for, like, the almost... I can't say it's better than the suicide mission in Mass Effect 2, because oh my goodness, dude, me and that mission. Suicide mission in Mass Effect 2? (sighs) Mmm, but Battle of Kirimoran, man, that was a lot of fun. That was uh, just awesome. I love missions where, like... Everyone that you've met along the way kind of gets involved. I, I just love that. And they, they nailed it with that. And honestly, I thought that was like endgame right there, but I had a lot more to go. But oh my goodness, dude. What what an amazing quest that was. Uh, part of the main storyline. And like I said, man, the main storyline doesn't, doesn't back off. It's amazing as well. And uh, there's one really cool mission. I just did this one. Well, I did a couple of them just today that were really wicked. Uh, I guess uh, through time and space uh this one i loved it and hated it at the same time so i loved it because it was fucking probably the most visually stunning thing i saw throughout this game if you once you get there you'll know what i'm talking about it it's right up there just an oh jesus like it was one of those moments i just had to stop and like take it in and then you're like you figure out kind of like where you are and it's like it's it's fucking out there man it's a really wicked experience i i really enjoyed that uh the visual experience of that anyway there was a part that you had to it's like this poisonous gas and oh my goodness dude i died like freaking 20 times trying to get to where i need to go but you have to get through the stupid gas and i'm just it's just my fault i'm an idiot i basically just needed to turn around and look a little harder and there's a path and it was all good from there but like oh I, that was like I, I was like sitting i was like oh no like, I'm, I'm having a major annoyance, but I was like, is this the game's fault? I'm like, no. No, it is the children that are wrong. I don't know. I, you know what I'm saying. But if you get that Simpsons reference that I fucked up, basically, um, good for you. Regardless, uh, yeah, that was a visual just, oh, my goodness. And then I will, I'm not going to get into it. I'll just kind of say the name of the quest. But if you experience this quest, you probably know uh, what happened in here. But it takes three to tango. Oh yeah I I yep I experienced that that quest and um, absolutely beautiful absolutely beautiful well done and um, I think with that man like I, I I don't know how much more I could talk like the gameplay is incredible the quests. I, I can't do it justice, there's so many more that I could talk about, but I just, I am i can't spend all freaking day, and I still want to talk about the characters of this game, because that, again, is just another, one of the, the best parts about this video game, so I'll get into some of the characters, I can't get into all of them, because we'll be here for another hour, but I will get into some of the characters that... I just truly just adored and not even all the men like not e- even some of these I didn't even like them all that much but their character was just so good so I think it's time we talk about some of the goddamn characters of The Witcher 3 I mean I mean I, I we got to start with the big cheese right I mean the the main guy Geralt I mean the Geralt whatever uh, the guy that you're playing as and oh my goodness dude this guy is amazing I I always liked Geralt Geralt uh, the he, there was never an issue with uh, Geralt being a, a, a bad character. He is awesome, man. He's right up there with like Solid Snake for me, just a badass. He's uh, very witty, very uh, dry humor, and uh, he's, like I said before, witchers try to be emotionless, so he doesn't, you know he doesn't try to show off his emotions, but deep down, you know that Geralt Geralt is a is a really good dude, and you can kind of do that throughout the game. Kind of have like a choices you can make throughout the game to be more of a good guy or a bad guy, because I mean, uh, people in this world they uh, they don't like Witchers very much, even though all they really do is go around helping people. Yeah, they ask for some money every now and again, but for the most part witchers in this world don't have a good reputation for being good people or caring people or anything like that they always they just want money but um throughout the game man there's tons of opportunities for you to be a good person uh small things you know maybe not charging someone an outrageous price for doing something or you let them keep their money sometimes small little things like that but you know like the way that Geralt uh acts like he's kind of uh, sick of everyone thinking that witchers are bad people, and he's trying to be a good guy. And I tried my best to be a good guy, but uh, throughout the game, you know, uh, every now and again, for mo- for the most part, with uh, the witcher contracts, you can kind of haggle your price, and I don't know if it has anything to do in the end with your morale or not, but I always jacked up that price, I always asked for more money, and I would always ask for about tree fitty... If you get it, you get it, but I would always ask for like 349 gold, even if that was a small increase or a massive increase, and uh, I can't say I ever pissed off someone enough that they just stopped talking to me, which apparently you can do if you keep asking for more and more money, you can fill up their annoyance bar, and I don't know honestly what happens if that if you fill it, because I have never done it. They always generally agree with my about tree fitty offer, they're, they're usually good with that, but... Dude, Geralt is... Geralt, I don't know. I'm just going to keep kind of doing that because I don't know how... It's Geralt, but Geralt? I don't know. It doesn't really matter. It's it's a name, and he's cool, and I really, really like him. And you can customize him. Like I say, you can put on all your different armor, but you can also... Mess around with his hair a little bit. Uh, not a whole lot of customization options when it comes to that. Not too many hairdos or mustache, beard styles. I think there's like maybe six or something like that. Unless there's more somewhere else. If they have to, I, I went to a pretty much every barber that I could find. I went in there and they all had the same hairstyles. And I personally rock the short, slick back hair with a mustache look uh, Geralt. I thought he looked great. Uh, I, I don't know. I, th- I always thought, I just think he looks better with the short hair. Whenever I would put it back to the long hair version, I was just like, nah, I like it. I like the short hair. It looks better, in my opinion. That's just what I thought. But, um,. Yeah, dude, he is an unbelievable character. He's so just, oh man! Like I don't, I can't get too into it because you don't want to spoil anything. But he's a very caring guy underneath that that hard exterior. But he he can have fun. He could be really funny, man. He's an awesome character. He's one of my favorites of all time. I mean, he's the best. He is just awesome. Okay, what other characters should we talk about? I guess we'll talk about uh, let's do let's do Siri because she's the one that you're after. I mean, she's your, I mean, she's, she's pretty damn, I mean, everyone is so damn good for the most part, Uh, Ciri just so strong and brave, and oh dude, there's a, there's a moment with uh, Ciri and uh, Geralt uh, later on in the game, a little snowball fight, I mean, oh, what a, what an awesome little moment there, just through all the bullshit that you've been through, all these terrible moments, and you have that fun little moment there, that was really awesome, that kind of Reminded me kind of like the moment when um, in The Last of Us, where you where you see the draft, that little moment, kind of something like that. It was just really just oh oh that was actually pleasant. There's no wait wait, there's no demons, there's no blood. Wow, it's just a snowball fight. Look at that, isn't that something? So that was a really nice moment. I really like Siri. You don't get to see like a whole lot of her or Siri a whole lot of her. There are some sex sections where you get to play as her. She plays. Uh, quite a bit different than Geralt she's got like warping powers she's like teleport behind enemies it's pretty cool she doesn't have like your typical witcher abilities like fire and stuff but she was pretty fun to use as well I would have really liked if Geralt had the the warping ability that would have been dope that's an awesome power but uh, yeah, she's a really awesome character. Uh, I really liked a lot of the female characters in this game. So many of them are just so strong and badass. I mean, Siri is no exception to that. She's a badass, and I, I just really, really liked her. She was awesome. She's so pretty. Speaking of pretty, Jennifer. I mean, damn, she is. She's drop dead gorgeous. And um, yeah, I don't know how I feel. She is a confusing character. Like, she's always. She's very manipulative. Uh, that's for sure. She's always getting Geralt to do stuff for her, and you know he he really likes Yen, and he'll do things for her, and and she she's very aware of that, and she takes advantage of things, and she keeps secrets from you, and a whole bunch of that stuff. But she's a very smart, intelligent woman. Very strong on, in her own way. Just. Uh, uh she's a she's a witch and she's very powerful and yeah she has some amazing moments she's not my favorite like personality character wise because it like I don't know she kind of just takes advantage of Geralt and, and other people and it's you for the most part it's always for good but like you know it's it's cool to let people in on your plan every now and again so Yen isn't my favorite character but she's a fantastic character you, if if that makes any sense just what she is is like very well done and uh, I enjoyed her as well. And uh, yeah, I just, <laughs> I really like Jennifer. I was trying to think of something else was going to pop into my head but uh, I just don't. I want, I don't want to get into any major spoilers or anything like that. Uh, Triss Marigold, another one of the major female characters in this game, uh, she was also very good, and um, she was part of the of the of the uh, takes takes three to tango mission. And I'll I'll always remember her for that. Her and Yennefer, that was a fantastic moment. She's good, man. Like I. Again, she was more there in the early game, and then she kind of backs off a bit once you're done with her. But, yeah, man, she's a, she's a good little character herself. I really enjoyed her. I mean, it's pretty well known that there's kind of, like, there's a lot of sex and stuff. So, I enjoyed having her in that, like, love situation. She was a lot of fun. I didn't write down her freaking name. I, I feel bad, but the the girl that, be- I think her name is, like, Siri or something, the redheaded uh, woman who became the queen of Skellige for me, uh, man, she was, like, really the one that, like, I liked the most, like, that was the one I was, like, I want her to be my wife, can I make her my wife, because she was, like, my favorite one, like, she's just that, Oh, she's like redhead fiery. She's like, I've talked, I gushed about this on another episode and I know I'm saying the same things, but I stand with it. She is awesome. I totally have a video game crush on her. I want her to be my wife. I like her little, uh, accent and she's tough and she's, she knows what she wants. You know, she's good. I like, I like her profile. I would totally swipe, uh. I don't know, I've never been on the left, I don't know, let's try that, it's 50-50 shot if I'm right on that one, so we'll, we'll see how that goes. Uh, she was fantastic. Uh, sadly, not fantastic enough for me to write her name down because, I don't know, it's a personal love. I, I want to love her. She's mine, but you you may know what I'm talking about. And her brother, he was nowhere near as good as her. That's I'm super happy that she ended up being my queen. I think, there, like, I imagine there's an option that he can be it, but I'm happy I got her. Uh, I guess that's, like, sort of a spoiler, but, like, that's the whole part of the quest is to get someone to be a, a, a the new ruler. But anyway... Uh, loved her as a character. She was just, oh man, such a video game crush on her. My goodness. Uh, Kira, oh man, she was, uh that little cheeky witch of her. She was fantastic. I really like uh, what happened with her and another character later on in the game. And you're just kind of like, huh okay very interesting so that that happens but man she was an awesome little character like she's very selfish and and very about herself and only doing things for herself uh kind of deal but uh man she was a great little character i i liked her she was cheeky very cheeky and uh yeah quick uh nice and witty man she was a fantastic character really really liked her she came in clutch when you needed her and she helped us out and uh yeah she was fantastic and oh my goodness dude we got zoltan i mean zoltan does anyone remember that from dude where's my car the freaking whatever that cult was the zoltan i mean i don't i care i know that they're calling him like zoltan but he's zoltan to me forever and always and dude this guy is like he's straight up just gimli from lord of the rings that little little just amazing dwarf character i love this guy to death he's you you're deal you got this guy involved in a whole bunch of quests all throughout and he's always there always there for you man he's like you're he's like what do you need i'll always do things for you and you help him out and uh yeah there's a lot of really fun quests involving him he is awesome i love all the dwarven just anyone dwarven they're so freaking cute not because they're tiny well kind of because they're tiny but i just love them they're so they're little they're big noses and they're oh they're just so darn cute and, and, dude, when they run, oh, my goodness, they run so freaking cute. It's outrageous. They shouldn't be that cute, but they are. And, dude, Zoltan, Zoltan, he is the fucking man. He is my boy. He comes in clutch. He's, oh, geez, I can't, I don't know who my favorite character is overall. Uh, I, I really just, I just love all of them. There's so many good characters. Lambert, oh, your, your classic lovable douchebag. I mean, geez, uh, a fellow witcher. This guy is, um... Yeah, he's a douchebag, but uh, I I I liked his style, man. He was a really fun character. Yeah, uh, yeah, man. The Witchers, the other Witchers in this game, they're all badass, man. There's a, there's other ones I'm going to talk about here in a sec, but uh, Lambert was uh, I don't know there oh there's so many other good Witchers, man. He Lambert though he was just you know a classic lovable douchebag. I just loved him. Eskel, I mean, dude, this guy literally looks like Gaston from Beauty and the Beast. I mean. But way more badass. Just imagine Gaston, but, like, with his eye, like, gored out, just disgusting, and scars all over his body and shit, but absolute badass. I don't think he breaks out in the song and, song and dance at any point throughout the game. I may have missed it, but you can send me, you could. You could send me that, I would love to see that, but, dude, Eskel, just, man, he's so just honorable and just awesome, and a fellow witcher, so he's badass, just like all witchers are, but... Yeah, Escal. I mean, Escal. He's uh, he's the badass Gaston. Lethos. I mean, your classic strong, silent type. Uh, he's he's not very much. He's not liked very much by people in this game. But I put my trust into that guy and. Man, he was a he was a he was a strong silent type. Didn't say much, but uh, he 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 showed off his 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 awesomeness with his actions. He's a big strong man, and he does big strong man things. He but he's not an idiot. He's he's not just a, a rock troll or anything like that. But uh, I really liked him as well, and uh, you know he he came in clutch as well. A lot of these characters just come in clutch. And of course, you got Vesemir, your classic grumpy old man. But he's your mentor. He's our Mr. Miyagi through this game. And um, yeah, man, he was uh, fantastic moments throughout the game with him. He's just your, he's your man. He's your dude. Like I don't, I don't like. It's not up there with for me personally the relationship that. Um, oh, geez, it's uh, Metal Gear Solid Three. Uh, big Boss, or sol- I don't know, Snake and the Woman, his mentor, I love, oh my goodness, dude! I cried like a fucking baby <laughs> during that game, that's why I, I struggle to revisit that game, because I'm like, I don't want to go through that again but um yeah dude th- these two had a great relationship uh, and a great moments throughout this game and Vesemir though he was a little bit of a salty prick at times but you know he was he was important and he was a fantastic character and just one of many incredible characters that you meet along the way man and and I mean I I got to talk about some of the beasts throughout this game cuz there is a ton of monsters in this game I mean, I talked about the woodland creature. I think that might be my favorite design of a creature. Just, I can't explain it to do it justice, but some of the creature designs in this game are freaking phenomenal. I mean, they got everything. There's werewolves, all these different kind of vampires, ghouls, water monsters, uh, kind of dragon-y type things. There's like flying things, harpies. Oh, jeez, what up, just fiends, demons, rock trolls, giants, I mean, you name it, dude, the giants are fucking wicked, like, I I can't say it's as, they're as visually appealing as the giant uh, in Elden Ring, but, ton of fun to play, ton of fun to fight, some of these monsters are just ridiculously fun to fight, and, um, some of them are quite hard, I remember on one of my early playthroughs, I struggled, very much so taking down one of the werewolves, and oh man, but once you learn some stuff to do, oh yeah, I came back and just destroyed that guy, like no problem, it's it's not a big deal, but fighting, no, it's not as like satisfying as an Elden Ring or something, I'm always going to go back to comparing to Elden Ring, because that's like my favorite combat of any game, just so satisfying, but um, it's very sad, it's, it's great in, in its own right, but we already talked about that, but goddamn, dude, the, the creatures in this game, I mean, really, really cool. Lots of them, and uh, I gotta shout out those, like, those rock trolls. Like, they talk, they're really goofy, a lot of them, throughout the game that you meet. And, uh, I don't know, I'll just suggest maybe don't kill all of them. Some of them they're not so bad and they may seem really scary but there's some you'll meet along the way that uh, have some pretty cool personality and uh yeah man it's a it's a wicked ass game I'm so, I'm so freaking stoked that I was able to come back to this and and truly enjoy myself and as it is of, of me talking right at this moment I am right at the end of the of the main game missions I'm I think I'm like literally on the last one so they're I know it's going to, it's going to nail the landing for me. And like I said, at the beginning, I'm not going to give it, a full score if, like, I'm gonna give it a score for like base game as it is right now, but I'm not done the game and it's the complete version, so I got to get through the DLC. So, there should be at some point a part two of The Witcher uh, coming from me at some point. I'll announce it on Twitter when it's when I'm ready, <laughs> when I got the show all made up. But, um, yeah, dude, I just could not help myself, man. I love this game so much. It's uh, it's definitely like once I sit back after everything, all the dust is settled with this game, and I get some some time to reflect on my time with it uh, after I feel like I still got like I'm halfway up the mountain I feel like there's still so much more I want to explore with this game but uh, thankfully I'm doing an episode because if I didn't and I just finished the game you'd have like a three and a half hour episode and I don't know if anyone's going to listen to that but Regardless, I uh, I still have a lot to get to with The Witcher. And I look forward to doing another part and talking more about The Witcher. But I feel like that's all I want to discuss about it today. And like I said, I want to do another part. So if I missed anything in base game that you really liked and you want me to talk about it or just get my opinions on it, you can, you can hit me up with a message on YouTube. Got my email down there. You can do anything like that. I'll get back to you. It's not like I'm like ravaged by, by emails. Well, actually, I am because of my infamously famous three star awards Uh, I get I get phone calls from wrestlers all the time and you can hear hear about me talk about that on the GX WrestleCast every week on Saturdays but uh yeah, dude, uh Witcher 3 special special game so far and like I said, I feel like I'm there's still so much more amazing things to come. I can't wait to come back and revisit this game in full and give you guys my full on take on The Witcher, but as it is right now, base game PS5 version that I played, I'm giving it a 9 out of 10 so far. It loses a little bit of points for The controls that were pretty wonky and even throughout my gameplay that I'm still like 70 to 80 hours in. I'm still having those issues. So it's not something that really gets fixed with gameplay. Like I still have the lock-on issues. I still have problems with Roach at times controlling her throughout some more of the eventful environments that you go through. So it loses a little bit of points there. But dude, this is one of the most well-written games. One of the just... Amazing stories, well so well paced, like I have a really big problem sticking with stories and staying engaged with them, especially in open world games that are to this scale, and you're doing so much other shit throughout it, you kind of get lost in the the story. But one of the great things about this game it does with its storytelling is that whenever you're like traveling to another area, it'll give you like this little short little movie, little cutscene. Uh, like comic book style. It'll just give you like a little quick rundown of what's going on. So you're constantly getting reminded of what's going on, what you're doing. So really, really like that. I would love more games to do that. Like a, a little recap recently on. And some games do do that. I, I do do. <laughs> but um uh i can't recall which games do that but um that's a fantastic thing and i really enjoyed that about the witcher but holy crap man what what a freaking unbelievably well-written game i loved all these characters so much and uh, i imagine I, i imagine there's a good chance there will be waterworks in this game so far so good i'm staying dry but there's a lot more to uncover with the witcher man and um I can't wait to get into more. If you guys are digging into The Witcher for the first time fully like I am on Next Gen, let me know how you're loving it or you're loving it as much as I am. That would be amazing to hear. And, um, yeah, man, I just... Oh, God, this game's so good. Ah, here I am now recording a few days in the future. And now I have completely finished The Witcher 3, at least main storyline-wise. I am done with the game. So I finished off the last mission this morning. It was incredible, and I happily inform everybody that i did not cry i did not cry at all it was a very nice ending i really enjoyed it epic is just one of the many words to describe that last sequence of events in that game uh really put a cherry on top and uh no spoilers but the game does let you proceed afterwards i mean it, it just kind of it does the thing it's like oh rewind before anything happened you can just continue onward so Good, good thing for that. I don't think that's really ever a problem with video games anymore. I said this before, but Fallout Three is like the last game that did that, and it got so eviscerated that they had to patch in and fix that problem anyway. You can continue to go, and I absolutely am going to continue to go. I am nowhere near done with The Witcher Three just yet, but uh, if you want to know, I did clock in at about 74, 75 hours for. Uh, full playthrough of the witcher 3 just normally that's with i would say damn near every side quest completed except for some of the gwent ones that are left over uh all the witcher contracts that were available to me i have completed all that's left now are the two dlcs uh some gwent stuff and, of course, the hundreds of question marks scattered all throughout this uh, incredible world of The Witcher. But um uh, happy to report that The Witcher 3 did stick the landing in a fantastic way with the finale of the story so far. And, uh, yeah, man, that was, oh, my goodness, so freaking good. Like, I played it this morning and basically just sat in silence and awe for an hour, uh, completing off that, that last mission. It was so freaking cool. It was so awesome and i love the way that the story ended there again of course no spoilers but if you know you know i was just i was very happy with it and very happy with the witcher 3 so i think that's all i got to say with the witcher for for now but like i said there there should be a part 2 sometime in the future once i get through the witcher dlc cuz i feel like i'll want to talk about that as well and then we'll put a pretty bow on the entire complete package that is the witcher 3 the complete addition, I guess that's what it is with all the DLC and stuff, but like I said, for now with the base game, I would give it a solid amazing 9 out of 10. This is a excellent video game. Only thing that's holding it back is the odd controls that, you know, the controls aren't the best thing, but oh my goodness, dude, if you're into RPGs and you haven't played this one, you're in for a treat, man. Like wow, I'm so, I said it a million times throughout this podcast. So happy that I never gave up on The Witcher 3 and um damn dude i, I can 't wait to talk about it again uh, at the at the end of the year when I get to do my game of the year awards uh, i can I can be pretty sure that this one 's going to be in that conversation. Who knows it could very well be my game of the year. And it's the the first game that I beat this year, so there. That's pretty. That's pretty wild. I feel like that's kind of the situation from last year. I tend to start out very strong with my video games in the year. I start out with something quite big. Uh, that's just usually how it goes. Last year, I believe I started out with Elden Ring quite early. That was one of the big undertakings. And then the year prior to that, I feel like I was on Persona Five quite early. So I like to get my a big game out of the way really early. And uh, in terms of hour wise, I mean. This is a large game. I'm looking like with the, with the DLC, we're looking at easily over a hundred hours. I'm hoping. I don't. I don't want it to end. I don't want to be anywhere near done this game yet. I just want to keep going. Seriously. But, uh oh, man, just so freaking good, and um, I hope I did this game somewhat justice. This is a long episode, the longest episode I think I've done in terms of the GX GamerCast, so uh, that would be awesome. If you guys enjoyed it, let me know. You can follow me on Twitter. Hit me up with a message over there. Links are all down below, and like I said earlier, make sure you go check out the GX, or uh, sorry, my YouTube channel, Gamer GX Videos, playing Until Dawn over there, and I do have some very strong intentions to throw up some Witcher 3 Uh, episodes up there uh, while I go through the DLC. Now, don't think I want to do a full playthrough or a whole Let's Play on The Witcher 3 because that game's just too big, but I wouldn't mind throwing up a few episodes up there and and just uh, have some fun with the DLC. We'll see how that goes. And, yeah, I think that's just about everything I plugged. Uh, Make sure you go check out the previous episodes of the GX GamerCast, the GX WrestleCast, and, of course, the GX... uh, What's the other one that I do? I did Hockey video games wrestling go check out the WrestleCast of course go check out the WrestleCast every week I do a recap show on wrestling go through everything that happened in a week same thing with hockey go through everything all the big news stories and, and Leaf stuff and Canadian hockey uh, throughout that week and then of course we'll start out the week every week with a brand new video game podcast I kind of just I don't really have any plans with these things I kind of just Usually the week will be flying by, and I'm like, "Oh crap, it's Friday! What game should I talk about this week?" And then I'll come up with a really quick show. But um, yeah, The Witcher Three. I, I've had it like I never had an intention to do a show on it because I don't know. It just just didn't, and then I just couldn't stop writing notes on this game. So many great moments, and again, man, just a game I had to talk about. Couldn't couldn't go any longer without talking about it. So again thank you so much for watching hopefully this makes your monday a little bit better and uh, you'll get through your day baby it's it's all good we'll get to that weekend one more freaking time and in the meanwhile i'm gonna go play some more witcher and it's gonna be absolutely amazing and we will talk to you guys again very soon